Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside as always. I have just left the practice fields. We have all sorts of nuggets for you. Interviews that we did. You'll hear from CeeDee Lamb, Nashawn Wright. Um, gosh, i got to look back on who all we talked to. Aaron has the list. And Aaron, we uh, heard from Mike McCarthy this morning. Tony Pollard. He had some interesting things to say. And, uh, yeah, it is... Uh, it is. It's going to be a lot of fun as we uh, as we get right into. Oh yeah, Tony Pollard, um, Cowboys running back. And you know, I got in there and asked Tony some questions. And I, I got to say, I didn't exactly know Tony Pollard. I hadn't spent a lot of time with him. I, I see a guy who. He thinks he's ready for a bigger role, and I, I don't know what I thought about Tony. I mean, it was a very short interview, but more the confidence. Tony Pollard believes he's going to step into a lot bigger role this year. I hope that's true. I don't know if that's true, but boy, he certainly believes it's true. And we're going to have uh, uh, we're going to have all that as the day unfolds now Aaron <clears throat> just trying to tell everybody and of course we appreciate so much our uh, our our you know Jim Turner Chevrolet our presenting sponsors for this trip Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor Aaron voices back a little bit more yesterday uh, today I thought I thought I was able to fight through it pretty well you know the change in temperature out here has played havoc with me and then one of our, uh, you know, top associates, Aaron, called me earlier today, and he said, "Matt, are you? Uh, how sick are you?" I said, "Well, I've, you know, I've been a little under the weather." He was, I guess, he he didn't really feel like I uh, sounded like myself. But Aaron, thanks to you and uh, many others like Derek Scott, Jim Turner, all our great guests this week, uh, we have uh, we have uh, been able to make it through. And today, Aaron. I, I left the practice fields. Most of the week I've been doing radio right there overlooking the practice fields. Um, today, just to change it up, I jumped on the road real quickly and I made my way out to one of my favorite parts of Oxnard. And it's out here kind of on what's called the Channel Islands. There's some islands. I can see them in the, in the uh, distance here. And it's part of the reason this area means a lot to me. This is where my grandfather was stationed uh, before World War II, and then he was stationed in Guam uh, to kind of serve out the rest of World War II. But Port Wanimi, 
or the Point Magoo Naval Space out here, uh, out near Oxnard, California, near Ventura. It was a huge naval base, and my, my grandfather was in the Navy, so it's just kind of neat for me being out here. In fact, I've been out to that naval base. It's where the Cowboys usually land, and I've welcomed them in before, and so it's a, uh, it's a really cool area. It's great to be back out here. Now, Aaron, what I've done is I've commandeered a little spot over here on the beach. There's some sandpit volleyball. I do not see any sandpit volleyball players out here. But I'm at the world-famous Rudder Room. If you ever come out here, if you ever decide to come out to Cowboys training camp, you'll have to come to probably one of the more famous bars in all of California slash restaurants. I'll be able to get a burger in here. Uh, but it's called the Rudder Room. R-U-D-D-E-R. And it's it's the biggest dive bar you can imagine. But as you you don't even know that you can leave because it has this big imposing door. But once you push on the door, the secret is they've got these chairs just all sitting out here by the ocean. And so I've been able to make it out back. And so now, now Aaron, my only concern is I did put sunscreen on earlier for practice on my arms and face. No sunscreen on my legs. I now have full exposure out here, no shade, no uh, umbrella over me. So I am going to have to race back out to the car at some point and spray the legs. But uh, what a what a trip it has been. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor. Uh, thank you, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Thank you, Barnett Contracting. Uh, just amazing sponsors. And, um, you know, for years, this station went everywhere, went all over the place, and uh, I was always appreciative to get to do that. And this is this is what it takes to to go take cool trips like this is to have unbelievable sponsors. And so, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you've done. We've had a tremendous week out here, and then uh, August is coming up, and uh, of course, that means the inventory for a lot of our dealerships around are going back up. And Jim Turner Chevrolet in in uh, uh, you know just to zero in on them, their uh, their capacity and, and inventory continues to soar. So that's some great news as we head into it, uh, head into August. So, and if you hear a little music in the background, seems to be some some of the hits from like the 50s, which I got no problem with. Um, I heard Cuckoo Kitty from New, uh, Cuckoo Kitty from what New York City? Is that a song? And then earlier, right now, this seems to. I, I don't know, kind of maybe some old Ella Fitzgerald or something like that playing in the background. So if you hear anything, just know I've made my way out to the beach. Uh, and uh, it is, uh, it's great. I've, I've loved using the Cowboys facilities and being right there. But I have to, Aaron, i got to keep my voice down a little bit when I'm out there. I have to, uh, I have to kind of keep things in check. And out here I can kind of let my hair down. As I look out at the Channel Islands, uh, right out here on the Pacific Ocean, I see like enormous splashes coming up as they hit the rocks. This is a, we just got back from Florida recently and just got back from the Mediterranean actually, but boy, the views out here in California are just awesome. So um, that's uh, that's good. Now, Aaron, you're a guy who loves the NFL. You love, for years, you love the Cowboys. You've made it very clear that uh, 
you've uh, you know you just don't have as much use for the Cowboys, but you certainly care about what's going on and covering them and all that kind of stuff. I did want to say today's practice really some interesting stuff. I got to take a long look at some of the red zone plays that they're using and and then they had some uh, uh, situational type drills. The catch of camp occurred today and it was unreal. TJ Vasher, who played at Texas Tech and did not have that great of uh, a production there, but he always was tantalizing because he was 6'6". Aaron uh, I not forwarded. I I I, uh, I retweeted John Mashoda, but during the show today, Aaron, I want you to look at that particular retweet. I retweeted that probably about 30, 40 minutes ago, or about an hour ago. It was it was one of the better catches I've ever seen in a training camp session. Okay, I've been to a bunch of these. Uh, I, I it might have been Danucci, it might have been Cooper Rush. That doesn't really matter. It was not Dak. Somebody threw one real high, and the coverage was fine. The coverage was not the problem. Vasher at 6'6 went up and made an insane, an insane play and brought it in. So the catch of the day happens, and uh, that was T.J. Vasher, and uh, he's kind of an interesting guy to watch. Now, the reason we got to take a peek, Aaron, at these, ty- at these wide receivers is because we got news yesterday and I don't know if we've made enough of this, but uh, uh, we've tried to on, on social media and Twitter. But Michael Gallup basically said there's no way he's going to be ready for, for week one. So you got C.D. Lamb, and we'll hear from him later in the program. We got to visit with him today. You got C.D. Lamb as your number one wide receiver. Um, Michael Gallup's out. I mean, you, I mean, this team, I don't know who's going to be the two and three receivers to start this season. James Washington's here now, a veteran from Pittsburgh who played at Oklahoma State. Um, Jalen Tolbert is the player that they drafted from South Alabama. He looks pretty good. He looks the part. Big, lean dude who makes some pretty nice plays on the ball. But I, Aaron, this is a this is a position of worry. I'd like to I'd like to say, as we kind of get going towards season, and that's why a guy like T.J. Fasher actually has a chance. The other thing that people will find interesting, I think, is that Kalante Turpin. Um, the kid from TCU that showed up out of the blue, and they've got him kind of playing slot. They threw him back there is in the backfield today to do some things with him. He's tiny, but he's, in, he's incredibly fast. Um, there, there's certainly some opportunities even for a guy like that. He was the MVP of the USFL. And uh, so some really, really interesting things uh, coming out of camp. Now, Aaron, as you start to put together your all your fantasy teams, your guy likes to have three or four different fantasy teams, is, let me ask it this way, is C.D. Lamb, and of course we had the news, we didn't even get to talk about it yesterday, D.K. DK Metcalf from the Seahawks signed a three-year... Seventy-something million dollar deal. I mean, he's going to end up making about twenty-four million a year. I think it is. These receivers are getting paid enormous money, and of course, the Cowboys did not want to pay Amari twenty million a year. 
and they went ahead and parted ways with him. Um, Aaron, is C.D. Lamb a guy that's going early in in some? I mean, again, it's probably too early to have drafts, but when you start doing all your reading materials, Aaron, how how highly ranked now that he's the number one wide receiver for the Cowboys is C.D. Lamb? He is. According to Fantasy Pros, which basically compiles every fantasy writer in the country's rankings and does an average of that, he is the number 17 player overall and wide receiver seven right now. Interesting. So yeah, he's wide he's, receiver. He's pretty, he would go. He would go uh, middle of the second round in a 12-team draft, which is very high yeah 12 team draft middle of the second round all right well you know cd's an interesting guy because he's kind of a he's a little bit quirky he's a he's an incredible player i mean he he really from an athletic standpoint i don't know if you would call him like I mean, he's not the leader that, say, Zeke is or Zach Martin. Um, he made an interesting point today, though, uh, Aaron. I thought you – and I think our audience will appreciate this. So he's going into his third year in the NFL, okay? He's now the number one wide receiver for the Cowboys. Aaron, he's still – he figured this out yesterday, he said. He's still the youngest wide receiver in the room, even with these rookies coming in, C.D. Lamb is the youngest player. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't, didn't even think about that till you just said it, but that, that's a great point. He, even though he's going into his third year, he's still really, really young. Yeah, yeah. So I... I mean, I, I think we'll probably sometimes go a little overboard on thinking, okay, this guy is going to be the leader of the room. He's the big shot now. I mean, I think he can be the number one receiver in production. I don't know if we can expect him to be some kind of huge leader for the team. Um, I think Dak and Zach Martin um, are those guys. And on defense, um, you know, it, I think Demarcus Lawrence but I, I got to tell you, the, the thing that's jumping out at me early in this camp is how many DBs they have. And, and again, I don't know how good Kelvin Joseph ready to be. I don't know how good Nashawn Wright. I mean, he's a fascinating guy to me because he's enormous. He's a 6'4 corner. Aaron, he is now... You know, you remember how skinny he was when he arrived from Oregon State. He's 6'4". I mean, he is so tall and skinny. He put on 14 pounds of muscle, and he's he he looks imposing. And he now, they got him listed at 6'4", 190. He tells me today that he's 6'4", 198. All right, we'll have his interview as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. I think you'll like that. We also, at 4.40 today, we'll do some Campus Confidential with Aaron. And I think it's worth noting that uh, the Pac-12 commissioner came out firing today, and he turned his bazooka at the Big 12. 
and uh, George Klievkov, and it's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, he he apparently was offended and did not take the comments of the new commissioner of the Big 12, Brett Yormarks. He did not take his comments in a friendly sort of way. And he has responded pretty aggressively. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kind of uh, talk about all that and, uh, and kind of explain that as the day unfolds. Next, we give you an opportunity to hear from uh, Mike McCarthy. And uh, I asked Mike McCarthy a question today at camp that a lot of people are talking about. That's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 78 Tomorrow and through the weekend, we'll see afternoon highs near 102 and overnight lows near 78. Currently, it's sunny and 101 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. Kyron Jones, his improvement was a big part of that decision. Halfway through spring, you could argue Kyron is the most improved player on the team. And just his confidence was showing and the reps that he had, he made the most of. There'd be a thing a day. Oh, hey, did you see Kyron do this? Or, hey, did you see that throw he made? He's working on his leadership skills. So there's a definite path, and he's on it. I'm excited for that room. I think the quarterback room is a strong. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We have new Chevrolet inventory rolling in just in time for summer. We want you to know that we are not adding on to our prices like some other dealers. No funny money, no games, just an honest and fair deal. We also have a nice selection of certified pre-owned vehicles that will give you a peace of mind knowing that they've had a 172-point inspection by our award-winning service department. So take that short drive to McGregor or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, Folks, we're just a beat away in McGregor. We're treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Is $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show at Lee Lockwood Library, July 30th and 31st, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the show 
is extensive and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. Located at 2801 West Waco Drive in the Lee Lockwood Library Museum, this gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. Do not miss this show either as a patron or a vendor. That's the real Texas gun show at Lee Lockwood Library and Museum in Waco benefiting charity Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 5 and Sunday, July 31st from 10 to 4. It's kid friendly, so bring the family. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pulled the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys QB. Former Texan quarterback Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end a three-game losing streak, 4-2. Astros and the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Show coming to you live from Oxnard, California, right here on the Channel Islands. Just walked off the practice field a little while ago. Got some great stuff. Aaron uh, has done a tremendous job turning this around. Our buddy Stephen Simcox has pitched in. Uh, it's been a huge team effort, and our coverage from out here continues. Um, and uh, it's just uh, it's it's been uh, tremendous out here. Uh, and uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Uh, of McGregor for what you've done, so it's just been a been a great time out here. Here's what we're gonna do right now. Um, had a chance earlier today, some really good stuff. And I tell you, we've seen a relaxed Mike McCarthy, uh, Cowboys head coach. In fact, today there was an interesting moment where I got to ask 
mic something um, uh, kind of about play calling. And, uh, and I thought he was pretty open and pretty candid about, you know, how much he misses that. And, uh, and I, I, I find things like that uh, to be interesting. So here's what we're going to do. Here's, we're going to let you listen to today's. Uh, this is Mike McCarthy, and then you'll hear our back and forth. Here is Mike McCarthy uh, today live at the Oxnard California Training Camp where uh, the Matt Mosley Show has, uh, has uh, shown up for the past five days. Who? Yeah, he's out. We're still looking at his shoulder. His shoulder injury. He will not practice today. Is that something that would linger for a few days? I mean, you don't want to push him too much now. And just what what sort of time frame do you feel the need to look out to bring anyone else in? Or do you think it'll be shorter than that? Yeah, you know, I don't think we're there You know, right, right now. Um, I, mean, I don't see him practicing today or tomorrow. So I think once we get to next week, we'll have a better, better handle on it. Mike, what, what most impresses you about Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator and the impact he created last year? You know, I, I, th- I think the first thing I would start with with Dan is his, uh, is his consistency. Uh, I think it's so important in roles of leadership uh, to be consistent uh, in, in everything you do. His, his approach, his energy level, um, he, he does a great job in the area of relationship building. So, I mean, his consistency is, is, is outstanding. So, uh, so many other good attributes, but that to me, I would say that's probably top of the list. Mike, you talked about how if players or if quarterbacks stop throwing at a cornerback as a compliment, if that happens for someone like Trayvon, how does that impact the rest of the defense? How does how do his teammates? Well, he's you know by making the next guy. You know, the guy next to you better, and uh, you know that's you know when you talk about players, you, you know you, you know they're all good players. Right? Every one of these guys, you know, there's, there's guys that have you know, good players at great moments, and there's, and there's great players. But the elite players, you know, they make everybody around them better. You know, and and as, those are the types of things that that would fall into that category. So when you have that type of respect, um, you know, where you're able to tilt the field one way, it's it's creating more opportunities for others, and uh, you know that, that's all part of. You know the team component of it, and I think it definitely speaks volumes about the respect uh, that you know, I know that we have for Trayvon, and he's only going into his third year. What, what's determining Patterson's focus so far at left guard, and does the left group at all accelerate him being more reps at tackle? I'm oh, sorry, Mike. Would you say Patterson's his focus? He's mostly concentrated at left guard. Oh, reps? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, you know, we're trying to just. I think like you know, most of the young guys are. We're trying to give him. Him something that he can get really comfortable with. You know, we started in the spring where, oh, he was probably 60 40, you know, guard and tackle. Uh, but you know, we, we want to give him more pure guard reps you know, just to get him comfortable. You know, I think that's that's important and then build a good foundation in there. How is that? him you know, I'm very pleased not only with Tyler, but really the whole offensive line. You know, let's, let's be honest, offseason program and ramp up are, you know, it's not the, the, it's not the preferred training environment for, for, for linemen. So, um, you know, and, and they probably clearly, in my opinion, have the smallest window to get ready, you know, as far as the padded work and the things you need to get done. So, uh, but I, I really give Joe and Jeff a lot of credit. Um, just in the area of fundamentals, and I, I, I think you're really seeing our young, our young guys as a group. Uh, I think they're really off to a good start. Uh, and you know, the fact that you're just practicing in helmets, you know, they, they, they obviously don't get the pad to work until next week. 
What did you see in Jabril Cox last year before the injury? And can you talk about where, where he is now coming back and what, what your expectations are? Uh, Jabril is very bright, uh, very instinctive, but I, I tell you, he's so smooth, uh, you know, just the way in his, his reaction and instincts. Uh, so uh, game comes natural to him. You know, I think he's, he's quicker and, and, and faster than you, than you may think. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I thought he reached that level of confidence and comfort pretty pretty quickly for a young guy. So, uh, you know, he didn't have a lot of opportunities, but but when he did, you know, he you know, he made plays. Were you guys about to maybe give him more snaps last year before he got hurt? So I think he had at least Jalen at that time. Mm-hmm. Was that more about? Well, definitely, we were definitely that was that was uh, part of the part of the plan there. You know, he was definitely lining up to get to get more opportunities. I mean, obviously, he had the injury that, that on the special teams, but uh, he, you know, should be on special teams. He was actually playing extremely well and had more opportunities there first. Uh, you know, but, but but defensively, his role was getting ready to expand. Mike, when you you in Green Bay, you had receivers move up a bit, like Jennings in the forties, maybe even Bond down to show a little bit too. What's the challenge those guys have like for CD when he goes from being a quote two to a quote one? Well, I, I think it's like anything that you know the light's brighter, you know, both you know as far as internally, as far as responsibility opportunities that, that, he, that he's that he's given, but also you know the way defenses will, will react to him, you know, and I think really when you look at CD and it, you know the, the group of guys, group of receivers in Green Bay and it's you know it's, it's very similar to how we. We do it in here in Dallas. You know the ability for receivers to play inside and outside to me, to, to, to me is a, at a pre, at a premium because you know it's when you only play one or the other, it's, you're making it's a lot easier for the defense to, to take it away. So and I, I think really CD's experience of playing so much in the slot last year is only going to help him now that he's at the flanker. So I mean, you know, that, the, the ability for him to be in the one spot. You know, the two spot in the slot and also the three spot. So uh, we got to move him around. So we, with that, that, that would, we should be able to create more opportunities for him. Mike, uh, he, Uh, clearly, when we, we talk about the second year jumping, the, the, the way we view it, and then maybe the way it's viewed externally or from others, you know, it, it, there, there's more there's more depth to that. And what I'm talking about is, you know, it, it's not just all about his statistics. You know, he, he, he's going to make others better around him just 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 because the offense has to treat him differently. I mean, you know, his ability from you know a his pure ability, but b his matchup potential is very high so I mean so the, the, the way that he'll be treated in the defensive front I think will with a much brighter focus will we'll make others better so that in itself he's got to get credit as part of his second year jump so um, yeah so it's, it's the stat part of it is is not the whole story you know and but you can see you can see his comfort level you know obviously the instincts and awareness he's he's a gifted young man uh, so uh, but I definitely, definitely is, you know, clearly where we were this time last year, and where he is today. He's he's at a different level. What stood out to you last season of the way Dan Wayne was able to isolate Micah in terms of finding one-on-one matchups for him with the rest of the quarterback? 
Mike, I'm having a hard time. Mike, I'm having a hard time hearing you in the beginning. What was Sorry. the first part? What stood out about how Dan Quaid was able to isolate Micah as a pass rusher and find one-on-one opportunities? Yeah, I, I think Dan and you know really the whole staff. You know, you, you know every time you, you talk about scheme adjustment and so forth, you know, the, the ability to, to to keep moving him around. No difference. It's really the same answer I gave for CD. You know, the ability uh, to play rush rush responsibility from the linebacker position, and then obviously play linebacker responsibility from the defensive line position. So I think that clearly that flexibility and it, you know it's, it's obviously the recognition of, of his abilities because he can do all of that um, I, I think you know it's going to be more about not what we do but how much we do it you know what, what was it was, were we 60 40 last year is it going to be 30 70 so those are the kind of conversations that we've had but his ability to play on and off the ball and to be a constant focus of the offense you know that, that, that's a huge asset for us y'all still getting wild about watching him going back and watching him on the practice and the things he's done yeah. so far he's noticed yeah, I mean, he's unique. I mean, just no doubt. I mean, his speed and his quickness and his strength, you know, the combination of having it all. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's not a play, excuse me, not a day that there's a play particularly in his pursuit and his finish. You know, just just the way he you know takes away angles and he breaks on the football. Uh, you know, he's super super instinctive and slippery in the phone booth. So I mean, he just has a lot, a lot of natural, instinctive playmaking ability. But yeah, he's obviously very, very impressive. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. I think we all we all know that. We believe it. And, and uh, this this is a great time. I mean, really to have this training environment and to push each other like this. I mean. I, you know, I think we're off to a good start. Third day in a row, it's a little bit of a hump day. It's a you know, red zone day. So, um, but yeah, the, the individual stuff is, you know, it's getting ramped up and, you know, I'll just go to a different level next week with the pass. How was Joseph look the first two days here? Kelvin Joseph yes. looks really good. I, I tell you, he's done some you know, dynamic things on just some of the special team drill work. You know, when you, you watch him and talk about iron sharp and iron, you know, him and CJ Goodman going against each other. So, um, you know, I, I really do, really do look for Kelvin to make that jump also. So I think he's done some really good things. Is that also applied to the classroom? Because I know, you know, he sat a lot last year. Yeah, no, he's, you know, I, I think just like everything too, you know, when we, when we talk about the classroom, you know, the communication, you know, um, part of it is, is, is what, what, what we all need to grow in. So, you know, I, I think he's communicating a lot more, you know, he's, in, he's not a you know, very outwardly you know, personality to get to know him. You know, it's, you know, that's part of his makeup, but you know, I, I think he's a lot more comfortable. You know, we're, we're, we're not only what's asked to do, but the specifics, particularly in the areas of adjustments and so forth. Uh, but no, he's having a good camp. Dak, Dak has often mentioned that he's that Dak has increased velocity on his ball this offseason. Have you noticed that? And what's the one benefit of that? If so, and two, how does that affect the way that Evernie thinks time? I don't think it's a timing issue, you know, uh, because, you know, the, the one thing about velocity, you know, the other component of that is the anticipation element that's involved with with every throw from the quarterback. So, um, you know, if you, you, you think about it, you know, the natural trend for quarterbacks is that, you know, you, 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 you play, the longer you play, you play with more anticipation and awareness and your velocity probably decreases. You know, when you're younger, you have higher velocity and not as high, you know, instinct and awareness and anticipation. So. Um, you know, as he continues to, you know, step year seven, uh, the comfort and the command of, of, of the offense, you know, so he's definitely, you know, I feel like he's playing the touch faster. And I think where you'll see the the improvement in the arm flexibility will be more in the, in, in the throws he changes his, uh, his arm slot. Uh, that's that's what stands out to me, you know, his ability to, you know, he's increased the flexibility in the elbow and the shoulder. So, um, and you can tell he's, he's, 
he's confident with that too now. So I mean, it's just like anything, it's it's part of your game. You know, you know creating that that technique or you know it's is the first step, but really you know, utilizing and applied is the second step. And then and the third part is being comfortable to do it in practice and in games. And, and you're definitely seeing that. How important is this game Very important. I mean, this game is all built around how do you pressure the quarterback. I mean, it's you know it's. Uh, you know, we, we have our, our fundamental Cowboy Six. We emphasize every day, and and the, the fundamental aspect of of winning is, you know, today's focus is big plays. You, you cannot you cannot be successful in a National Football League if you don't make big plays. And so, uh, the ability and you know, the focus of the defense to put pressure on the quarterback at the end of the day, you know, the quarterback's going to he's going to be one of the ball in his hand that's going to go win the game at the end. And we all know what the percentage of these games that come down to the end of the game are so high. Especially in playoff football, so the ability to change your arm slots. You ever, excuse me, dealing with pressure and all the things that uh, that they have to deal with on a daily basis. Mike, a year ago, your safety position was really unsettled coming into camp. How do you view it now, and do you have the chance to have some quality depth in some rookies? Good, but I, I tell you, I, uh, I have great confidence, a lot of depth. Uh, we've got some young guys, actually. You know, Talking with John you know, Fossil this morning, you know, you know, just kind of going through some of the young guys. I, I think we got an excellent depth there, and we got some guys that are going to really, really push, push on special teams. So clear, clearly, feeling a lot better about where we are today compared to last year because we did we definitely had a lot of unknowns. On the blind, Mark Bell, kind of the mold of Derek Kirsten. You really He's been extremely impressive. I mean, I, I tell you, he's he's, he's probably. On the rookie class, you know, clearly one of the top guys that jumped out in the off-season program. So, you know, we, we felt, you know, right away that man, this this, this young man has a has a you know excellent chance to to do some excellent things. So, and, and he hasn't disappointed at all. So, I, I think he's mature. You know, I mean, his physical traits are you know, top-notch. And, you know, I, I think just like anything, the vehicle of special teams is is definitely a path that I, I think he'll excel at. You ever miss calling plays? the things that the comp anything that has to do with the competition of the game yeah you def definitely miss that I, I miss you know I miss certain aspects of game planning and, and things like that but yeah I mean calling plays is, is the ultimate competitive opportunity uh, on game day you know you have you have play callers on all three phases but yeah it's it's definitely something I, that I enjoyed but you know I have great confidence in Kellen I uh, just I, you know this is year three him and I were just talking about this the other day it's it's uh, it's it, it's refreshing now when you, you get to this point as a coaching staff. Like, I mean, you go to the post practice video. And, I mean, just the communication of everybody's on the same page. You know, our evaluation, our process of correcting and evaluating is so much cleaner. Uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of okay, what about this? I mean, we're kind of, we've had all those conversations. So, I think our staff, you know, clearly all the way through, uh, you know, the cohesiveness, the understanding. Uh, the collaboration uh, you know, is, is so so much so much better than we were the first two years, which is which is natural. But and, and I think with that, that that helps any play caller, and I think it'll definitely help Kellen. Mike, what do you see in Fanny's round so far? AB's having a heck of a camp. I mean, I, I think Frank Davianci he's picked he's picked up right where he, where he left off last year. You know, he, you know he's uh, I think he's someone that that. Um, should get more love from you guys, just a suggestion. But I think I think he's done, he's done a lot of good things. But more importantly, he's he's been he's very very consistent. What, what I love about AB, he's a, he's the same guy every day. Um, and 
you know, he's, he's got stronger. I know my time here, this is year, year three. I think he made a big jump from the first year to the second year. And I, th I, thought, I thought he had a heck of a year last year. And I think he's really just picked up right where he left off. You've actually a lot about the first round picks you know, here in the last few months. But how is McGovern handling that challenge and coming off what he did last year and kind of in and out of a different role for him? But just a bit left hard, what, what do you see from him? Or I mean, Connor McGovern's off to an excellent start. I mean, you look at the offseason he had. He had, he had clearly his best offseason. I mean, talk about strength levels, all the comp all the way through. Uh, I know, I know, he came into this camp extremely confident. Um, you know, based on where he is in his career and his development. So, um, very happy with his with his progress and his his flexibility that he gives us too. I mean, you know, it's, I mean that's that you don't get that every day. So, I mean, Connor McGovern's flexibility is tremendous, but uh, he's he's really prepared himself and he's. He's off to a really good start. I got the Cowboys six and gave us big yeah. plays. You want to give us the other five? Uh, You're going to write them down. Yeah, you got ball security. Obviously, you, know, you got to take care of it, take it away. So you got tackling. You got to break them and make them. Uh, blocking. You just got to block them and get off them. You know, you got the big play opportunities, the fourth. Obviously, you got pursuit and finish is the fifth. And then winning the pre-snap. The mannerisms that go on pre-snap so much of our game is played at the line of scrimmage with up-tempo, up cadence, and all those things. So those are the six major focal points for us on a daily basis. Thanks, Jory. Hope to see it in your book, Todd. That's some good stuff for you. Know. <laughs> 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 on a non-football note, what's the story behind your best dad, Grace? What did you do together yourself? Yeah, I definitely, no, this is from my daughter, Gabrielle. Um, best dad, she ran out of ease, so I didn't get the ever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what she told me. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll definitely take it. But, you know, Gabby's, um, our family's very creative. Starting with my wife, Jessica, but Gabby's very creative what would Jesus do which I I was uh, I felt great that she gave it to me because she's 13 as you know you know what I mean by that she's a teenager now so and he she was named properly she is Gabby she, she's she's been talking and hasn't stopped so but yeah that's that's from my that's from my middle daughter there you know and I want to give a shout out thank you to my my youngest turned 11 yesterday so that's some big birthdays here you know Izzy turned 11 yesterday Dax 29 today golden golden year birthday so that's Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy from earlier today at Cowboys training camp where our very own Matt Mosley is live. Coming up next, we'll, we'll talk conference realignment on Campus Confidential here on ESPN Central Texas. The voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Summer's here and weather's heating up, so why don't you come cool off with a new vehicle from Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're going to offer you top dollar for your trade and no funny money, a fair price on every new and used vehicle, and don't forget our award-winning service department, great parts department, and a collision center that will exceed your expectations. So come see what everybody's talking about here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Give us a call, 840-326 or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We're Creechy Life family. Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas, hand-tossed wings, and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pulled the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys QB. Former Texan quarterback Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end a three-game losing streak, 4-2. Astros and the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Sound just a bit different to you, but that's fine. We're working through a couple things, but I'm out of the Channel Islands. Uh, here in Oxnard, just left the practice fields moments ago. And, um, in fact, we've got in the 5 o'clock hour lots of interviews set up for you, uh, some one-on-ones, uh, some C.D. Lamb, Tony Powered. There's a, there's a cornerback by the name of uh, of uh, Nashon Wright that just fascinates me. And so we got an interview with him that we'll let you hear. But, uh, boy, Aaron's been hard at work back in uh, the mothership. And, Aaron, this is uh, this is pretty wild that, uh, that what's coming out of the Pac-12 media days today, I guess when you are worried about losing your uh, job, uh, you know, you uh, – you, you will do different things. And the Pac-12 commissioner, George Klyavkov, has come strong after the Big 12. Aaron, it's been an extremely busy day on the Pac-12 front. It has. We'll start with Klyavkov's comments. He said, first quote, with respect to the Big 12 being open for business, a, uh, which is uh, a nod to new Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark's comments at Big 12 Media Days. He said, with respect to the Big 12 being, quote, open for business, I appreciate that. We haven't decided if we're, there, if we're going shopping there or not. Ow. So that's the first quote. The second quote, I've been spending four weeks, which after saying that and, sa- and trying to sound uber confident, he said this, I've been spending four weeks trying to defend against grenades that have been lobbed in every corner of the Big 12, trying to destabilize our remaining conference. And I understand why they're doing it. When you look at the relative media value between the two conferences, I get it. I get why they're scared. I get why they're trying to destabilize us. But I was just tired of that. So much to unpack in those two statements. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there. And, um, um, you know, it's interesting that Klavkov, I mean, like, think about this. He he allowed that to be out there for, like, a couple of weeks, and now he comes strong against it. This is some kind of new approach that they have. Instead of doing what Bowlesby did, which was, you know, feeling duped by Texas and Oklahoma and sounding like the victim, uh, instead of feeling like USC and and UCLA completely went behind his back. He would rather go at the Big 12. I I think this is good news for the Big 12. I think some of the media are are misreading this. I think some of the people you see out there, you know, they think, oh, my gosh, look at this guy. He's throwing throwing haymakers. (laughs) Listen, he, he is concerned about the Big 12, and he is trying to save face, and he's trying to save his job. And um, I, to me, uh, this was an embarrassing performance. Uh, I'm a little surprised that Klavikov came that strong. But listen, as bad as he looks for getting completely co-cocked and, and caught flat-footed by USC and UCLA leaving, maybe we should not be 
so surprised that um, he would make comments like this. But boy, this has really taken over the area. And I, 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 lo- I, I love the fact, I think this is good news, by the way, for the Big 12, because instead of taking dead aim at the people who actually did something to them, he's come after uh, another conference. And Brett Yormark Yormar should just have a field day on this and should not sound defensive at all and just let them come after him. I mean, think about that. The Pac-12 was laughing at the Big 12 uh, at what, you know, last year when all this was happening. I mean, for the most part, uh, they, you know, they didn't want to hear from anybody. They didn't want to take anybody from the Big 12. And so now they want to lash out at the Big 12. This is good news. This is excellent news for the Big 12. And that's how this thing should be interpreted. Yeah, I don't see how anybody's interpreting any other way unless you're, you know, unless you're covering the Pac-12 or your job depends on the Pac-12. John Wilner, who is probably the most connected Pac-12 reporter. He runs the Pac-12 hotline, and he wrote, writes for multiple newspapers uh, in those markets. He is—he actually confirmed that Oregon and Washington are looking for unequal revenue share, which all this is, it just makes me believe more that, that Clive Koff is, is the captain of a sinking ship. Why would Oregon and Washington sign a new grant of rights in a conference that they don't know will be around and if they do agree to unequal revenue share with Oregon and Washington which is the only way they're going to stay why would the other schools like Arizona and Colorado and the other four corner schools agree to take less money when if which I say if but I think when they have an opportunity to go to another conference where they would actually make more money yeah I, I What's happening, from what I can tell in reading and and looking at all the comments, Aaron, is that I think Stanford is hoping to partner with Notre Dame and and either go to the uh, the Big Ten. Obviously, the Big Ten would love to have Notre Dame, and then Stanford, you know, that that gives them two pretty pretty good brands. Pretty good, you know. Notre Dame's an incredible brand. Stanford's a pretty good brand. I mean, it, it really is. It, it it's great in a lot of different sports. It's up and down in football. It's not great in football. I don't think Stanford, you know, let's not act like they're the biggest giant out there. But I do think Stanford is trying to tie itself to Notre Dame. And uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is very interesting how all this is going. But this is a commissioner that, you know, got caught kind of like Bowlesby. He, he, he's feeling embarrassed. And uh, and he's but he's decided to uh, uh, he's decided to come out firing at the Big 12 to try to take the (laughs) emphasis off of him. And um, and I think that's a that's an enormous part of this. And so I, I think it's an embarrassing performance by the SEC commissioner today and any of these national reporters who are buying this Klebikoff or Klivakov, whatever we call him, any of them buying that are are either in bed with the Pac-12 or or are you know constituents of some of those schools. Absolutely, and one more quote from Klivakov, just to 
kind of demonstrate how out of touch he is. He talked about UCLA. He said, quote, I'd say UCLA is in a really difficult position. He talked about how uh, student athletes, faculty, staff, politicians were very, very, very unhappy with the move to the Big Ten. And then this is what he said at the end. I can't give you about UCLA going back to the Pac-12. He said, quote, I can't give you a percentage chance. I think it's unlikely, but if they came back, we would welcome them back. There is a 0% chance that UCLA goes back to the Pac-12. I mean, it's just delusional to even think that at this point. And I think that pretty much sums up where his his, his mindset is and where the Pac-12 is right now. All right, I think we lost Matt. So we will get Matt back right now with Matt broadcasting live from Cowboys training camp in Oxnard. We will get the Cowboys update from Christy Scales here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone with the Cowboys training camp report. I'm Christy Scales. He's just 155 pounds, but the newest player has a chance to make a big impact. Meet Cavante Turpin after this. Ever wonder what it's like to play for the Dallas Cowboys? To sit in the same locker room as your favorite Cowboys players? To run into the end zone? You could do all that and more when you tour AT&T Stadium. Play on the field, see the locker rooms, and get a behind-the-scenes look at AT&T Stadium. It's all possible with AT&T Stadium tours presented by SeatGeek. Tours are available daily. Visit attstadium.com for details and to get your tickets today. That's attstadium.com. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Training camp is a chance for long shots to make a roster. Guys like receiver Cavante Turpin from TCU, who was signed yesterday. This summer's USFL MVP was playing last fall in Poland in the European League for the Rotslaw Panthers. Now the 155-pound, 5'7 speedster has a chance to win a job as punt returner and slot receiver. Well, I'm like 155 right now, so at the same time, you know, I've always been the smallest guy on the field. That's no problem with me. Speed kills. You know, I'm, I'm a speeder guy like on linebackers and stuff, so I feel like it's a advantage to me. Today in Oxnard, the Cowboys cheerleaders host a local youth dance camp, and tomorrow they'll be part of the official opening ceremonies prior to the morning practice. With the boys, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. With special values up to $7,000 or get $1,500 bonus cash and 2.9% for 72 months. Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. This legendary award-winning truck gives you that first-class feel. Alan Samuels in Waco, the, the place, place to, to shop, shop for Ram, Ram trucks. trucks. First responders get $500 extra cash. Come by. Let's be friends. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas, and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntexSportsFan.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitchi Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchi Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchi Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchi Group at 1-800-258-8302. local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run-of-the-mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway right off I-35 and New Road at Harley-Davidson of Waco where you'll never ride alone. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, we are wrapping up our uh, our coverage in uh, Oxnard, California. And I uh, just left the practice fields a little while ago. Uh, tried to go out to the beach, 
and uh, to, to the uh, famous Rudder Room, which is uh, if you ever come here out to watch a Cowboys uh, camp, is just an extremely famous uh, restaurant bar out on the beach. Our connection was not wonderful out there. Shocking out on the Channel Islands, that, that would be the case. So we've we're, uh, come to higher ground, and as we begin the uh, 5 o'clock hour, um, in uh, Central Texas. We have loved our coverage out here. We've enjoyed it. Um, appreciate uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor, Derek Scott, uh, Jim Turner, incredible. Uh, the support they have, what they've done uh, to bring this trip to fruition. Uh, it's been a, it's been great for the station as well because uh, the station uh, has uh, been back out there with the Cowboys. We hadn't been out to a camp in a while, and so it was incredible for Stephen. Had a good long visit with Stephen Jones today. Uh, he had a lot of things to, to say to me that I'll get into later, and that was fun. And then um, at one point, we've got several interviews to share with you. We heard from Dak yesterday. Micah Parsons spoke today. Um, and, and there's a lot that we'll get into as we continue. Uh, we'll, we'll be back in Central Texas next week. But one of the one-on-one opportunities was with a young cornerback uh, named Nashawn Wright. You may say, well, wait, that sounds familiar. Well, he, he played at Oregon State. He was an extremely big, tall uh, cornerback, but skinny, very skinny. Well, he's put on quite a bit of weight. And he is someone that when we had our uh, kind of exclusive sit down with Dan Quinn yesterday, that Dan Quinn was extremely high on. I don't know how he's going to get all these guys on. You've got uh, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis. Trayvon Diggs, Kelvin Joseph, and Nashawn Wright. These are all really good corners. And so Dan Quinn has his work cut out for him to get all these guys on the field. Um, I, I think what you're about to see is Dan Quinn trying to figure out several ways to use this Nashawn Wright. I think they love him. Uh, and I think his role is only going to grow. And so that's why I was excited that uh, at ESPN Central Texas, we were able to get a one-on-one -on -one with him today. Uh, here is uh, my interview with Nashawn Wright, Cowboys' second-year cornerback. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, Nashawn Wright joining me out of Oregon State. I mean, this has got to feel a million times different to you, doesn't it, than going into your rookie season? Oh, yeah, I feel a, lot, a lot more confident, uh, especially with just knowing the playbook a lot more and knowing where I have help at and just being able to fly around. We had a good visit with Dan Quinn yesterday, just uh, um, and, and kind of one-on-one -on -one with him. And He brought you, the fact up that you had added like 12 pounds of muscle. Is, it, uh, yeah, is that accurate? Yeah. 14. 14, yeah. Wow. So yeah. what's that put you at? Because you're still listed at like 190. 198. You're at 198 now? Yeah. And do you feel just as quick? Oh, uh, yeah. I feel. I mean, I feel a lot more. I actually feel quicker, uh, especially spent a lot of time with Britt this offseason. So uh, I feel a lot quicker, stronger, faster, everything. 
what was your what was the main thing in addition to working with Britt? Like what did you what did you do to, to put that on? Just a lot of weights, a lot of yeah, you, lifting, what, you know, eating. Uh, what was <laughs> yeah, eating consistently uh, at least four meals a day and finishing my food regardless if I was full or not. So just finishing my food. Yeah, I've never had a problem finishing my food. That's never been an issue. What is the what do you eat salmon, a lot of healthy stuff, or do you even try to you still load up on some fries and burgers occasionally? Uh, occasionally I go to McDonald's and get some fries. But other than that, salmon, pasta, a lot of pasta, a lot of carbs, potatoes, eggs, protein, just stuff like that. What do you feel like going into the season and we Kelvin, you've taken a big jump. A B's, uh, you know, digs, y'all got so many great corners. Do you feel like Dan's doing a good job trying to create a role for all of you guys? Because that's not easy when you have that many talented people. Yeah, definitely. I think Coach Quinn's done a great job. Um, and then we have, exactly like you said, we have guys like Trey and AB that we can kind of look after and kind of just pick up on things they do. And um, event, I mean, just continue to progress. Uh, and that's all I can ask for is to just continue to progress and uh, find a role wherever it may be. All right. And do you um, now? What do you in the off season? Is there anybody like when you were coming up at Oregon State? Any corners or anybody that you loved? I mean, I remember the Richard Sherman yeah. <laughs> back then. But is it is there? Do you still look at other guys around the league or or even even like you know watch Trayvon? Like, what do you really zero in on in trying to in trying to grow your game? Um, believe it or not, I'll actually watch a lot of um, AB. AB's uh, very, he's like a, he's a technician. Like, everything he does is, like, all his movements are precise. So I watch a lot of AB. Of course, you watch Trey because, I mean, he, you can't not watch it. So the guy had 11 picks last year. So, I mean, I watch a lot of guys around the league uh, and just try to pick up from their game and kind of em- emulate it tomorrow. What can they do to take advantage of your size? I mean, you're just an uncommonly big cornerback. And I know Quinn has a history of loving big dudes. Like, what do you sense that they're going to try to do with you to take advantage of that? Um, just continue to just put me on the outside and just let me work. Get my hands on guys and be physical and make plays. Do you find yourself, even early in practice OTAs, do you try to go hunt CD and, and you know, want to try to get matchups against oh, yeah, the top guys? Definitely. Me and CD, we've, we've been having this little thing since last year because I was on scout a lot. So, me and CD definitely compete. Uh, and then whenever I have a chance to, of course, I'm going to go with CD. <laughs> yeah. Is he pretty impressive? Oh, no. He, that guy's great. He's good. Great at what he does. So, yeah. I didn't see where you were on that play. I don't know if you were in there or not. Vasher's catch today. What would you think of that? Oh, it was a great catch. Uh, great throw, great catch, good coverage, uh, just a better catch. So anytime a guy catches the ball with one hand, uh, yeah. it's just a great catch. I think that was number one over there. I mean, are, are you like the only cornerback left that's not a single digit? <laughs> yeah, I need to get in I need to get in one, but I mean, I love this 25. So, yeah. 25 is what you're going to stick with yeah. for now. Hey, what did you think about, since you're an Oregon State guy, the, the huge news that USC and UCLA left the Pac-12? Are you like a lot of people just like, you know, hey, What's going to happen now? I mean, honestly, they should try to win in the Pac-12 before they leave. But, hey, <laughs> uh, Oregon State handled them pretty well last year. So, but, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, don't, I don't care. As long as Oregon State does good, that's all I care about. Just care about the Beavers. Exactly. Yeah. Nation, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, ESPN in Central Texas. And... Um, We've had a little issue here with our uh, our audio, but uh, boy, that was interesting. Aaron, did you uh, 
uh, Nation Wright, when do you remember when they brought him in, and what are your what are your impressions of uh, Nation? You know, now that he's here, I mean, that, does that not fascinate you? The thought of a six four, to you know, to, now he's now he's up to one ninety eight cornerback uh, playing for the Cowboys. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they drafted him, thinking that was an interesting pick. A lot of people thought it was a reach, and then. During the season last year, there was there was a couple of defensive backs taken near where he was that contributed a lot more than he did. But you know, hearing that he's added that muscle and knowing what the coaching staff thought of him, obviously to draft him, I'm looking forward to seeing him this season. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty remarkable as uh, as we continue our Cowboys coverage from uh, Oxnard, California, hard by the Bay here. On ESPN Central Texas, Matt Mosley show. We've got other uh, interviews coming up with you. Uh, it is. Uh, it's been. It's been fascinating to uh, watch and uh, and and kind of uh, admire some of the things that are coming together. I mean, uh, Monday we're going to play an interview. Ed Werder and I did. It was a. It was an exclusive interview we landed with Dan Quinn, and I, I think. I think you're really going to enjoy it because it, it, it speaks to why Dan Quinn decided to stay uh, with the Cowboys. And, man, he had other opportunities. He had six other uh, job opportunities, job interviews. And so it is a uh, it's an interesting uh, time for the Cowboys as we continue uh, our coverage from out here. Now, we also heard from Tony Pollard. Um, I, th- I think that is something that uh, I, w- I want you guys to hear because Tony Pollard um, is, I think that there's a thought that Tony Pollard is going to be way more involved this season. I know he thinks so, and I, and I thought the confidence coming from Tony Pollard was, uh, was, was pretty remarkable. Let's hear a little bit from uh, Tony Pollard, Cowboys uh, running back. How encouraged are you getting a chance to be on the field at the same time as Zeke? I mean, I'm always in the carriage anytime I'm on the field, able to make plays, help the team. You know, I'm always ready. What is that running back room like? Are you guys competitive with each other? Are you guys encouraging each other? How does how that dynamic work? I mean, we're very competitive in there, but, you know, we encourage each other all the way through. So, you know, we're, we're each other's biggest fans. What is the biggest thing that's helping encourage you for this season being used more in the offense? What was that? What has encouraged you about being used more in the offense? Um, you know, just just being more, you know, in the playbook, you know, being more involved in the play calling, you know, um, having different personnel with, you know, both guys on the field. So just seeing that so far. Can you talk about what you've um, you seen in the return of uh, Rico down back to the field, suffered some injury last year, but looked real promising before he went down? Uh, I mean, he looks fresh, like fresh legs. Uh, you can tell he had a year off, you know, just with the explosiveness he's had. And, you know, he's um, getting his legs back on him, but he looks good. What are some different ways they're getting you involved in the passing game, maybe even more than in the past? Um, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, just, just having me out there, you know, both of us out there at the same time, you know, having defenses confused on who they need to cover and who is the running back or who is out of receiver. So just that type of thing. Have you had to learn some more than you have in the past, even maybe? Maybe some of the receiver spots. Oh, most definitely. I know I've been running back to me now is it's pretty much second nature. You know, it's just going over fine detailing things. But receiver, you know, it's pretty much a new thing I'm learning right now. At any time when you were limited, did, did you get frustrated any time since you've been here? Um, I mean, I've been dealing with that my whole career. I, I wouldn't be here if I was frustrated and let it get to me. So I just keep doing what I do. When you're in the slot, 
one of the players that you look at to say, let me let him a little bit, let me take some tips of what he does? Uh, I mean, I, like, I used to like watching Percy Harvin, you know, uh, guys like him, you know, who could do a lot of different things and were just explosive players all around. What did you like about Harvin in terms of how he operates? Um, you know, he could line up a receiver, and, you know, you never know if he's out there about to run the route, uh, about to run the route tree, or he could line up in the backfield and, you know, run uh, between the tackles. So just, just keeping defenses on their toes, or he could be returning. So just a, a lot of explosive plays that came from. That's going to be a future Tony, what do you think of the play down at the other end by Vasher just a couple minutes ago? Well, I mean, it just shows his potential. You know, he's I think he's like 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, so, you know, if he gets up and gets his hands up, it's not too many DBs that can get up with him. How, how nice is it to find the end zone, even just in training camp, on a little screen pass to you down here? Uh, I mean, it's a good feeling, you know, just to get the offense going, just to get everybody going, you know. Getting in the end zone, it's hard to do, period. So anytime you're able to do that, it's big. What's your uh, chemistry with, with Dak like? You say you're getting more and more reps in the passing game. How's y'all's chemistry in that regard? Uh, me and Dak have great chemistry. You know, um, me, Dak, Zeke, you know, all of us, we're kind of like brothers. So we have a great chemistry with each other. What is your biggest challenge coming into this season? Um, just being able to learn everything that they throw at me and just still play fast and be myself on the field. That was Cowboys cornerback Nation Wright. Coming up next, we'll hear from Cowboys receiver C.D. Lamb and more on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, clear skies with a low near 78. Tomorrow, sunny and hot again. With a high near 102, those temperatures will continue through the weekend and early into next week with overnight lows near 78, afternoon highs near 102. Currently 101 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87-62 the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We have new Chevrolet inventory rolling in just in time for summer. We want you to know that we are not adding on to our prices like some other dealers. No funny money, no games, just an honest and fair deal. We also have a nice selection of certified pre-owned vehicles that'll give you a peace of mind knowing that they've had a 172-point inspection by our award-winning service department. So take that short drive to McGregor or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a beat away at McGregor where we treat you like family. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
It's $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook. Afraid at how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show in Harker Heights Event Center August 6th and 7th. They have all types of firearms and ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, August 6th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, August 7th from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pull the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says that this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys quarterback. Former Texan QB Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for 
for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end their three-game losing streak 4-2 last night. Astros and Mariners again tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from uh, Oxnard, California. As we wrap up, our um, coverage has been fun. Uh, I've just about lost my voice this week, but I've been able to fight through with Aaron's help. Stephen Simcox has pitched in. We've had a tremendous help and uh, tremendous support. As we've had our coverage out here, we couldn't have done it without... Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor, tremendous support and the presenting sponsor of this trip, our daily sponsor, presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Thank you so much. Uh, Joe Nesbitt, Brian Fonville, the whole gang, incredible, incredible bank. One of the great commercial banks you will ever see uh, in the state of Texas, and we appreciate them so much. Also, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop as well as Barnett Contracting. You hear Tom talk about Barnett. Uh, Mike Barnett, incredible guy. Bob Barnett started that thing 1969, Barnett Contracting. We're so pleased they've been part of our coverage from Oxnard, California. Now, um, I, I would say today, of the three practices that I watched, I thought Dak was um, was really... Uh, on point. I like some of the um, some of the work down around the goal line. I got to tell you, it wasn't his throw. I think it was Cooper Rush, but T.J. Vasher made a catch I've never seen before, like in training camp. I saw OBJ do one one time against the Cowboys. That was similar, but oh my gosh, this was an enormous, this unbelievable catch, and so. Uh, T.J. Vasher, who went to Texas Tech, had that catch earlier today, and I was just stunned. Uh, it was a great catch. And then uh, also some really good work done in in the uh, red zone today. And uh, Tony Pollard, who you heard from earlier in this broadcast, we've had some really cool interviews. It was great to have a little one-on-one with Nashawn Wright. These DBs, Aaron, I mean, I between Nashawn Wright – and uh, uh, Kelvin, you, you know, you got Kelvin Joseph. I mean, these are some really interesting young guys to go along with Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, Trayvon Diggs. This team is suddenly kind of stacked at DB. Uh, safety the same way. They've got a guy, last name of Bell, uh, who's come in as an undrafted free agent, and he's just knocked everybody out. I mean, he's been, in, I mean, not li- literally in practice, but I'm just saying everybody's been blown away. Now, I did run into Terry Gray, former Baylor player and scout today. Boy, he's been, uh, he, he was able to, he, he's not really allowed to talk to the media, but it was just kind of fun to see him. I, di- I also talked to Stephen Jones today. And I think Stephen, uh, I mean, has just been really, 
Um, I think Phil felt so much better being out here because I think they look down at some of the defensive line and some of the jumps that have been made there is what they feel best about. That's Odigas uh, Duwa. Um, that is the big guy that Ridgeway they brought in from Arkansas. Um, Neville Gallimore, the player from Oklahoma, it's been around going into his third season, I believe. They have some really some. They've created some depth on the defensive line and defensive end that they really like. So. I, mean, I know a lot of this could be about Amari Cooper not being here, Lyle Collins not being here, um, you know, the wide receiver, Cedric Wilson not being here. You could go on and on with some of the players that aren't there, but they do feel good about some of the players that have shown up. Now, let's let you hear a little bit, had a chance, and I have to kind of roam around right after practice. Again, I've left the practice field now, went out toward the beach, um, and um, – but I, I wanted to let you hear today we got to speak to C.D. Lamb. He is the Cowboys' new number one wide receiver. We're going to see how this thing goes. I, I mean, it could, I don't know exactly how it's going to go. I think he's an incredible wide receiver. What is he ready for? Uh, we ask a lot of questions, and you'll hear it right here. Here is C.D. Lamb talking to the media right after practice today. You've always, I mean, you've always put a lot of time into preparation in the offseason, but, but this year, knowing Michael won't be there early, Amari's not here, has it been different, just like the number of conversations you've had with Dak, or, or additional time working with him that maybe wasn't there before? Uh, most definitely. Understanding the situation, as you said, not having Coop here, and then MG for the first couple of games, if you will, for however long he's out. Uh, it's understanding that we have to be more locked in than ever, and then hoping to build on that. Do you view being the number one? Phenomenal. You know, I'm talking trash to the defense. Uh, it's kind of reminiscent, isn't it? On two different sides of the end zone. Last year, I had a case just like it. So, and then he had it on the other other corner. So it was it was, it was great to see. You know, he has a, he has a, he has a lot he has a lot to you know get better in. And it's only day three, and he's actually gotten better since day one. Is there any difference for you being the quote number one? No. I'm kind of used to it just, you know, obviously through college, uh, all through high school. I'm, I'm, I'm used to the attention, if you will. Amari mentioned on radio last week that he thinks you're ready for the opportunity if Allen decides to feature you. Did you see that? And if so, how did you interpret it? Yeah, I saw it, but I mean, I didn't interpret it any kind of way. I appreciate the compliments from Coop. You know, that's my guy. Uh, I wish him well. Uh, you know, it's beyond football with me. He can always reach out to me, and I'll reach out to him if I have any tips. But, I mean... I'm with it. Do you expect someone to feature you? Most definitely. With Cooper not being here, how does it affect the different places you could line up? Uh, it doesn't affect it at all. Uh, when Cooper's here, we kind of all maneuvered all over the place anyway, so now I'm just all over the place anyway. How do you feel like you can press the game inside in different ways than you can outside? I feel like I'm going to affect the game regardless. And, uh, and with that being said, obviously me being number one, um, the attention is going to be on me, and I'm, I'm kind of prepared for it. Uh, it doesn't really change anything in my game. Just 
trying to go make a play. Last question, guys. You guys even talk about that and say, wow, where do we go from here? Most definitely. Me and Micah chop it up a lot. Me and Micah and Trey just kind of thinking back, like, I mean, yeah, we were just youngins, and we still are. We all on our rookie contract and just understanding, like, we have a lot of we have a lot of things on our shoulders that we have to, you know, withheld. But, I mean, I, all three of us, I feel like we we're ready for the opportunity. And um, I feel like, I mean, we showcased enough skill, and we got a lot more in the tank. consistent. He's smart. You know, he's very talented. He can go up and uh, attack the ball like no other. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for him. And a lot of people are sleeping on him. Yeah, I mean, I have confidence in everybody in this room. We've been asking about Last one. You know, being the lead receiver and everything, but you've always been the main guy until you got here, and you kind of deferred because of who was in place that, that first and second year. Was, was that more of an adjustment for you than really going back to being the, the lead receiver? And how was it difficult? Uh, I've always felt like my first two years were a learning process for me. I mean, you could put whatever narrative you want on it, but I was I learned a lot from MG and Coop together. Uh, I feel like I've de developed a lot, and uh, without me going through what I went through my first two years, I don't think I'd be as confident as, in myself as I am today. Uh, Coop did a lot for me than than I can more, you know, expect out of myself. He he has a lot he had a lot more confidence in me than I did my rookie year, really? and I never knew what to expect. So he's been out there with them guys, building that confidence, he's building that trust in my quarterback and, and his team. Just going out there and do what I love. I love the game. It's going to be fun. Right, thanks, guys. Is your presence any different? Are you more vocal either in the receiver room or in offensive meetings? Uh, anything, nothing's different. Uh, I just I just want all the younger guys to know. Other guys that's really other. Honestly, I'm, I just found out today that I was the youngest in the room. Really? I'm the young. I'm still the youngest still? in the room after this. <laughs> yeah, and this is my third year in the league. I'm still the youngest in the room. So I mean, them guys know they can come to me with anything, any questions they have, and I, I want them to understand that. Like I'm here whenever you need. All right, he is. Um, That's C.D. Lamb, and he is youngest guy in the room, even as he goes into his third season. Even these rookies are older than C.D. Lamb. I mean, that is, uh, that's very funny, and I, I just didn't, it's not something I think a lot of people knew or even thought about, but C.D. Lamb still youthful, but now has some experience, and I think it's going to be amazing to see you know, what he's able to bring, you know, as a leader, as the as the lead dog, as the guy that takes up most of the attention the word we got yesterday for people that maybe didn't hear it earlier in the program is that it, it's not that Michael Gallup's not going to be ready first week. So you start the season without a true number two. And I don't even know if you have a true number three. The best thing I can tell you about this camp is that Tolbert looks the part. Jalen Tolbert, the rookie out of South Alabama, is making plays on the ball, uh, you know, high points the ball nicely, looks extremely comfortable. So I think that is good news. That's a lot to ask of him to just say, come in here and be the number two wide receiver. I, that, that, to me, that's way more than, than you can ask. So other people are going to have to fill in. Cavante Turpin was just brought in as the MVP of the USFL, former TCU uh, player. He's tiny. He can help in some respects. 
the guy we heard from earlier in this program, Tony Pollard, is going to get his fair share of of reps at uh, wide receiver. I mean, it sounds crazy because I know he plays running back, but they're going to be at slot. He is going to be heavily involved in the passing game. And the thought this year from Kellen Moore is to get Zeke and Tony Pollard on the field even more. I don't even think Pollard views himself as a lead back anymore, kind of like Zeke does. Pollard sees himself as a complimentary back, but also a back that needs to be on the field a ton. I think that Pollard may may be ready to fully take on the role of being the third down back. Zeke hated being off the field for third downs. I think Tony Pollard is ready for that. C.D. Lamb is someone that I, I think is he continues to mature, and I think he's going to be a, a tremendous target for Dak, and I think Dak has more and more um, uh, faith in him. Now, as I said earlier in the program today, T.J. Vasher, the 6'6 player out of Texas Tech, has flashed in this, in this, uh, uh, in this camp. The, the one-handed catch, and Aaron, I don't know if you've had a chance. You've been pretty busy juggling uh, our show today. But when you get a chance, take a peek at the play he made in today's practice. It was a red zone situation. They threw it in the corner, and Vasher goes up and makes a one-handed catch. It's the best practice. I, I've been to 14 to 17 training camp practice, uh, years of training camps. It's, it's maybe the best catch I've ever seen. The entire offense raced over there and went crazy. Whoever number one is, it's not Garibay, because obviously he's the kicker, but there have, there's a number one that lines up at cornerback for the um, for the Cowboys. And Aaron, is that Joseph? I'm just trying to think who's on the roster. I don't have the roster. I can actually look at this real quick. The, the DB... Oh, yeah, it was Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin Joseph is wearing number one. And it was not bad coverage. But you cannot believe the catch that T.J. Vasher went up and and, and, and one-handed today uh, at Cowboys practice. Other things that are going on in the practice, I would just say, Aaron, that the – thought of the the defensive line is looking better than I thought. Gallimore, Odigizua, Ridgeway, the big kid out of Arkansas, the rookie. I mean, there's some, there's some areas where the Cowboys may be better than we thought. One of those seems to be the, the depth along that defensive line, um, and then the O-line is going to be without two starters, Connor Williams and Lyle Collins. They got the right guard center and left tackle back. I would say one of the pleasant surprises, and this is where this thing is going to get tricky and sticky, is that McGovern has responded well to having everyone think 
that Tyler Smith is going to take over and start at left guard. Connor McGovern has, has gotten in and battled like crazy. And so I think, I think that is something to pay particular attention to is, is what that left guard situation uh, looks like. The, the, from talking to my scouts, okay, my personnel uh, evaluators on the Cowboys, that the, the new rookie, his hand placement, Tyler Smith, who I'm talking about from Tulsa, his hand placement is all over the map. Okay, and, and again, that happened at Tulsa. He's going to get better with it, but it's going to be an issue. The athleticism's there. The size is there. Getting his hands where they need to be at left guard is a bit of an issue right now. Now, I guess I would ask uh, Aaron Sexton, producer of this fine program, Aaron, the positions with the Cowboys that going into this season – you would think they would you would be the most concerned about or what wide receiver and offensive line yeah and i and i think i don't know if any of those questions have truly been answered um i think one thing that the cowboys like in micah parsons talk today and we might let you hear some of that coming up Monday. Um, Dak Prescott spoke yesterday. And he, and he spoke in, in defense, by the way, of this head coach. Uh, Monday, I think what you'll really enjoy is our long conversation we had. This was a one-on-one situation. Actually, Warder and I is a two-on-one. Warder and I had a two-on-one conversation with Dan Quinn the Cowboys defense coordinator. I think you're going to like it. There's a lot of stuff about Kelvin Joseph. There's stuff about the three safety package they're trying to put in. Um, Aaron, one of the things the Cowboys want to happen is pre-snap confusion for opposing teams. The way that's going to happen is they have an enormous weapon in Micah Parsons. Mike Parsons, one thing he's been talking to Dan Quinn and others about is, hey, I I didn't get as many interceptions as I wanted. I want to get my hands on more footballs. He's going to be on the edge. He's going to line up up the middle. He's going to line up off the ball and drop back in coverage. I, I, I truly believe that Micah Parsons is already one of the most versatile players in the NFL, offense or defense. It is tremendous. Now, people, the NFL Network shows up today. Uh, Robert Mays was there from from, uh, The Athletic, who does all their podcasting. He rolled in today. I mean, boy, that we were taking a hard look at some different areas of this team. I'm just telling you, I, one of the things that came up in this Dan Quinn interview that you'll hear on Monday, we agreed not to run it until a certain time. 
Dan Quinn is not a head coach today in part because he could not stand the thought of giving up this defense. Year two of Dan Quinn is supposed to be a big leap and a big jump. I think he had things headed toward exactly where he wanted last year. He got incredible buy-in, and he has one of the most instinctive players in all the NFL. In, in what Trayvon Diggs can do as a as a in tracking footballs is uncommon. It is not typical. You you don't see it. And I think one of the huge reasons Dan Quinn has decided to come back with the Cowboys is because he could not stand the thought of turning this defense over to somebody else. Now, did Jerry Jones pay him an immense amount of money? Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to make things awkward for a head coach who already believes he's on the hot seat? It may do it. I think right now the Cowboys, fair or not, are believed to have one of the the least powerful head coaches in the NFL and one of the most powerful and best defensive coordinators in the league. That is what they are dealing with right now. I'll tell you what I'm dealing with. Just a gorgeous view of the Pacific Ocean as we do the show today. And the water just is just cresting and crashing into the rocks over here as we uh, sprint toward Malibu and head back to central Texas early tomorrow morning. Been a tremendous trip out here. Again, the presenting sponsor of this trip, Jim Turner Chevrolet of McGregor. And then also Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Barnett Contracting. We hope you've given you your money's worth. We have loved every moment of this trip. We will be back with a dismount next. Recently on Game Time, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Class 6A does have a situation that is unique in the sense that they do not split into divisions. The issue is that the swath of teams that comprise 6A can range from like 2,200 all the way up to 7,000. And so I think what some coaches and what the UIL is going to explore is do we need to take that top bit of teams and put them into like a super cup? Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central. Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Summer's here and weather's heating up, so why don't you come cool off with a new vehicle from Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're going to offer you top dollar for your trade and no funny money, a fair price on every new and used vehicle, and don't forget our award-winning service department, great parts department, and a collision center that will exceed your expectations. So come see what everybody's talking about here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a hard beat away McGregor, we treat you like family. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Charles Barkley says he's sticking with the NBA, turning away from any future endeavors to join LIV Golf as a broadcaster. Arizona Cardinals pull the plug on Kyler Murray's film study clause in his contract after chaos in the media. Dak Prescott celebrates his 29th birthday today and says that this year should be a golden year for the Cowboys quarterback. Former Texan QB Brock Osweiler is heading to the booth. He'll be a college football analyst for ESPN this season. Houston Astros beat the Mariners to end their three-game losing streak 4-2 last night. Astros and Mariners again tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers stopped their three-game losing streak, beating the Angels 2-0 last night. Game two of that series tonight, 8-38 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
What a year for Baylor Athletics. Happy New Year from New Orleans as the Bears are the 2022 All-State Sugar Bowl champions to cap a record-breaking season for Baylor football. Baylor wins 12 games in a season for the first time in school history. They finish as champions of the All-State Sugar Bowl 21-7 over the Ole Miss Rebels tonight. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.